everyone. It's Christopher Lloyd, and I'm back again here with another podcast, vodcast, whatever you want to call it for the film app. And I'm joined this time by a special guest, Scott Agnes of the Fieldhouse Files. Hey, Christopher. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. So uh, I connected with Scott because I am a subscriber to the Fieldhouse Files, which if you don't know it, uh, is uh, really some of the best Pacers coverage around. Um, and as a Pacers fan, uh, I really want to uh, know what's going on with the team. Uh, and so uh, yeah. uh, one thing we were talking about is, 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 Scott, you don't, you know, you're spending so, spending so much time covering the NBA that you don't have as much time to watch movies as you'd like to. And mm -hmm. conversely, I'm a big NBA fan, but I don't actually have time to watch as many Pacers games as I would like to. I end up watching like I don't see it or I see like half a quarter which is why I rely on, you know, your platform to keep up to date with the team. And hopefully maybe people use the film app in the same way to keep up with movies. Yeah, it's a really interesting comparison there, right? It, 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 we're all in on one thing and try to fill in the gaps with everything else. And and that's, for one, I should be clear, too, is I've never really been a movie guy. It's never been a priority for me, um, even as a kid or, or growing up. You know, I was never at the theater to see the first viewing or I have to see this in IMAX. It has never been a, a huge deal for me. I've always, I've always preferred TV shows where you're with them for several years. You're with, you learn a concept, right? Yeah. And learn the characters much like teams, although those change far more often. Right. But then you go with them for a, a, a journey, right? It might be two years. It might be eight years. Whereas a movie, it's like an hour and a half generally, then you're done with it and you move on. So I, this probably might hurt a movie aficionado like yourself. Cinephile? Is that what it'd be? I've never seen Marvel. I've never seen not one Marvel movie, any of that. So I'm well behind here. But uh, And then the last thing on this front, too, is as I go more all in on Pacers and NBA, it's other things that suffer. I don't know the NFL nearly as much. I haven't watched the WNBA nearly as much as I was in it. 10 years ago, right? So everything suffers when you when you commit to something even more so. Yeah, I know how that is. I, I did think of a few ways that sports writers and movie critics are alike. Um, we do a lot of working on nights and weekends when other people yes. are off. Um, we're in a position that uh, is generally seen as a privilege, and it is, but it's also a lot of hard work that maybe doesn't yeah. go appreciated. And it's like you say, you have to focus so much on your one thing that you have to be passionate about what you're covering because if you're not, I mean, the other parts of your life that are going to be dwindling, uh, you're going to resent it. So this is some, some similarities there, but so yeah. we want, and we I, want I would agree with that. And the other thing that I try to focus on is how I always try to explain it a little bit. And you're probably the same way is I try to be a mile deep and an inch wide, whereas others, for example, similar in my job field is sports talk hosts on radio. They got to be a mile wide but just go an inch deep and then they bring on guests to go a little bit deeper with them and provide, you know, the deeper coverage on the ground reporting, whereas they're trying to cover here in this state, you know, whether it's Indiana basketball, Purdue basketball, Colts, high school basketball, like if you're a master of everything, you're really a master of none um, yeah. is what I find. Yeah. Well, speaking of, we want to talk today about NBA stars in the movies. <laughs> um, uh, and we just got to talking about this subject offline, uh, or I should say online with each other and came up with the idea for this podcast. So it seems like, you know, like some other sports, maybe like football players is obviously a big tradition of 
football players going on to be movie actors, Jim Brown, Terry Bradshaw, Dwayne Johnson. A lot of people don't know that he was a college player, aspired to the NFL, got injured and ended up going to the movie, which seemed to work out okay for him. By the way, for me, I know him from Ballers. That's a yeah. TV series. That's the thing where I've watched him more than anything. Didn't he do WWE or something? I don't, I'm not into that either. I don't know him from that. I know him from the TV show Ballers. Yeah. A uh, couple of Alec Karras, Howie Long. So a lot of football players. So in researching this, I found, and we're not, we're going to go through this list kind of quickly, but just talk about some of the NBA stars who have been in the movies. And obviously probably the one that I think most comes to people's mind is Shaquille O'Neal, because early in his career, you know, when he was maybe with the Magic, he was really going hard in the movies. Obviously Kazam, which was, you know, much derided. Um, he was also in Blue Chips, which I think is actually a, a good and underrated basketball movie with Nick Nolte and Anthony Hardaway. Um, and then a few other things, you know, he's uh, smaller parts of grownups, too. And I noticed that right around the time he went to the Lakers uh, and started winning championships and seemed to get maybe a little more serious about his basketball careers when he kind of stepped away from the movies. Because it's hard to do movies while you're actively playing a sport because, you know, it's two, three, four months away out on a movie set, whereas, you know, something shorter, like maybe like cutting a song or something like that is less of a thing. But uh, you could do a song overnight. Like I, I know Victor occasionally, Victor Oladipo would occasionally have a song come to him. He'd go in studio and have it done in a night. Sometimes it might take an all summer, but yeah, your point's dead on. Yeah. And so I've got a list here. Again, I'm, I'm going to kind of burn through this real quick and stop me if there's anything you want to comment on. Obviously, Michael Jordan with Space Jam uh, mm -hmm. was a big hit so many years ago. And of course, Le LeBron James with the the remake reboot Space Jam and New Legacy. And, uh, and I, I will stop you there because that's that's your po your perfect point of what you just discussed. Right. In terms of when you're going to do it on the calendar. And I think for for LeBron, who had a lot of influence, not only on the screen, but what happened on the screen and producing is I think it went over a couple of summers. And I love the fact that they brought in, I think, much like the, the original Space Jam, a temporary gym where he had access to these special things so that he could not miss out on his offseason training, but also get this accomplished over a two-month span, two different summers. Very, very deliberate in how they had to go about it because of his restricted timeline. Yeah, uh, and, uh, and and of course, both in both Space Jams, they brought in some other NBA players, mm -hmm teammates, opponents, whatever, uh, and kind of small roles. Again, always playing themselves. You know, they're playing Michael Jordan. He's playing LeBron James. Um, LeBron James also played himself in the comedy Trainwreck uh, from a couple of years ago. Uh, uh, had an interesting role in that. Can't say as I think too much of either LeBron or Michael's thespian skills, but again, they're mostly playing themselves, whereas someone like uh, Ray Allen in the Spike Lee movie, he got game from a long time ago. He was not playing himself. He was playing a basketball player. He was playing a young guy coming up. I thought was quite good in it. Very good-looking guy. I was sort of interested to see if he would pursue movies after he retired. Um, hasn't so much. Uh, and that, so that's a guy that I think you've heard a lot of crossover between culture and basketball. And that's one I admittedly have not sadly seen, even though I need to. But there's a lot of people I remember – five, ten years ago that would show up at games with fake, what is it, Jesus Shuttleworth jerseys yeah. on, and you shout that at him. And so it was very real, the influence from his appearance there in both your dedicated basketball fans, and it was a great name, so people liked playing off of that. I, that was a very uh, influential, I think, in his career. Yeah. 
Uh, I'll mention the movie Uncle Drew just because it had a bunch of NBA and WNBA players in it. Not a good movie, but Kyrie Irving was kind of the star of that. Shaq was in that. Nate Robinson, Chris Webber, Lisa Leslie, Aaron Gordon, a few others. Um, Kevin Garnett played himself in Uncut Gems a um, year or two ago. Um, uh, uh, you might, Scott, you might have to help me out with the pronunciation of some of these like European NBA players. Uh, everyone knows Boban, but Boban. How, how do you actually pronounce his last name? I've never had to say it, to be honest. I've only had to write it. That's the difference between write a TV or radio versus written. Uh, I'm probably going to mess it up. Mar- Mar- Boban Marankovic? I don't know. I, I think I botched that. but yeah. So he was in John Wick Chapter 3 playing an assassin, like the largest assassin in movie history. Huh. Uh, and I think he was just a John Wick fan, loved the first two movies, and basically begged for a part. And that was one I wasn't even aware of. A lot of these I am aware of, at least. That one, I had no idea Boban was in a movie. That's hilarious. That one was actually backwards for me. I didn't recognize him as an NBA player until after I'd seen the movie. I was just like, wow, that's a really tall guy. I wonder what he does. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was an airplane. Very Mm -hmm. funny in that, but didn't really seem to go on with it. Rick Fox from the Lakers was a guy who seemed to actively really want to be an actor after his uh after his movie career and he was in blue chips he was in holes he was in tv show oz he was in meet the browns i haven't he doesn't have any credits kind of lately so i don't know if that's something that sort of fell away for him but it seemed like a guy who really wanted to aspire to be in it um i would i would agree with that because of among these names chris that you laid out for me Shaq and rick fox were the two that came to mind and obviously we know mj and lebron but that's kind of their one hit to me, it was those two. And for Shaq, it was a guy that never turns anything down. So if yeah. he's invited to a movie or invited to do an endorsement, invited to go on a podcast, he probably does. And then Rick Fox, he's got that charisma. I think he's got the look. He's style it. Like, I would agree with you. I'm quite surprised that he has not been relevant on screen. Maybe he hasn't pursued it. Maybe he's in other ventures. But I thought I was surprised that he only has a, a limited number of, of credits here. Yeah. Uh, Amari Stoudemire was in a couple things. He was in the comedy McGruber, the film New Year's Eve. I, I admit I don't don't remember. I remember him in McGruber. Not in, I don't think I saw the other one. Dennis Rodman had a few star vehicles. So they're kind of like B movies that I am it, surprised by that. Even I hadn't heard of them. Double Team. I think he was with Jean Claude Van Damme in that. I may be wrong. Simon Says the Minis. These are all kind of like straight to video B. Never heard of them before yeah. movies, to be honest. Uh, George Murison, remember him? He was in My Giant Uh-oh. with Billy Crystal. Uh, again, that's got to be like 15, 20 years ago now, playing a, a giant. So if you need a seven foot seven guy, go to the NBA. <laughs> remember, I remember George Marison from the back when they were called the Washington Bullets, uh, and he was he was just an interesting guy. Uh, let's see a few others. Marky Johnson was in What White Men Can't Jump, which I, I didn't remember. Uh, Kevin Durant, I didn't remember. He had his own starring role in a movie mm-hmm. called Thunderstruck. I think pretty early in his career, um, where he like yeah, those were his OKC days. Yeah, well, gosh, remember those? Yeah. Um, who knows where, where where Kevin will end up now? Uh, Julius Irving headlined a movie in the '70s called "The Fish That Saved Pittsburgh," uh, which is kind of a cult cult classic that people love about like you know the people throwing together a semi pro team with like anybody off the street kind of deal. And I think I can't remember. If, if Dr. J actually played himself in that or just like was like the best guy on the team. Um, Wilt Chamberlain, 
my personal pick for the GOAT NBA player uh, was in Conan the Destroyer. Uh, and it was the notable for a movie in which Co uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger looked like a puny little guy uh, playing against Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, this one I didn't know, but when I thought of it, uh, John Sally's actually been in a number of movies, Bad Boys 1 and 2, Black Dynamite, Book of Love. Mm -hmm. uh, I think guy with, with some real comedic instincts if he wants to pursue those. Um, and this guy, I'm definitely going to need help on him. He was in Hustle just recently on Netflix, which I thought was pretty good a basketball movie with Adam Sandler. Is it Juancho Hernan Gomez? Hernan Gomez, yeah. I know that part of it. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I actually another one like I, I heard think, that's a good one. It, it is quite good. He uh, Sandler plays like a um, scout who wants to be become like an assistant coach, finds this prospect in Spain named Bo Cruz, uh, and kind of brings him over and tries to turn him into an NBA player. And go watch it on Netflix to see how it turns out. I thought he was he was quite good as an actor. I don't know how good he is as a basketball player. Isn't he kind of a bit of a journeyman? Yeah, I, I believe he signed on with someone to join. Uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but he had been out of the league. He made this movie um, and is trying to get back into the league here. Oh, well, good for him and uh, and, and best of luck. Looks so, like he's with the Toronto Raptors now. Okay, good. Good for him. and, and Trying to earn it still, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, so interesting. So that's kind of the list I, I came up with there. It's interesting, though, not – you know, there's been like that one guy like Jim Brown did with basketball or with football where he left football and legitimately became a movie star. Like that's what he was. We haven't really seen that from an NBA player yet. So uh, a couple of questions I wanted to throw off with you, someone who actually like, interacts with NBA players regularly. How many of today's NBA players do you think harbor ambitions of going into movie mm -hmm. acting um, or is it more like Victor Oladipo? They're more geared towards music these days. I think they're definitely geared, been geared more towards music. That's always the thing is if, if you can't play basketball, you, you rap. And if you can't rap, you play basketball, right? It's those two things kind of go against each other. Now there are at least two very good and um, examples of players who are good basketball players and also have a good music career. Damian Lillard's number one. And then Victor, I would probably put number two. Then you have random other ones like Shaq, I think, has a couple of songs, for example. Lance Stevenson here in Indy has a couple of songs. George Hill, I remember, made a playoff song that was rushed a little bit, <laughs> let's say. But it was more entertaining than it was musical um, when it comes down to it. So I think music is the number one thing. Um, although anymore, I think the thing is to own stuff, to be the CEO, to you see Kevin Durant probably less thinking about movies and more about being a venture capitalist and investing in soccer clubs across the country and the world. I think that's actually where the interest level, but in entertainment wise, I think there are a handful of recently retired players that make a lot of Dwayne Wade. I totally see him starring in a film either, um, what did he, he's had a documentary or two made about his childhood. I think ESPN did a 30 for 30 on him. I think he would be very good on screen, whether it's about himself or playing a role of a, a love and basketball type player. It makes sense, right? With his wife, um, Blake Griffin, who's in, com who's in uh, comedy and is an entertainer. And that way he's on the last legs of his NBA career, but Blake's Blake's hilarious. I, I listened to him on YouTube on his uh, brief comedy stent let's say during the summer i thought he was really good um there are so there are a handful of guys but i don't think anymore that's 
the top five things that players are looking into after their playing days. Yeah, I think that's probably true, particularly with the superstars who would have been like those natural candidates to go into that. I think you're absolutely right. They're thinking bigger than starring in a movie that someone else wrote and someone else directed. We're, you know, you're the star, but still you're the employee versus something right. a venture that they can actually go out and own and be the boss of with, you know, someone like Magic Johnson is probably an aspirational figure for a lot of these guys who had this great NBA career and then built up this huge business empire, uh, you know, obviously using his name and reputation, but also showing off real smarts in that. So have you got into winning time? I know it's a TV show, but have you got into that at all on HBO Max about the based on a true story with some fictional elements, as they like to emphasize? I have not. I've, I've heard the one about the Lakers. Right. Uh, were really, really hostile about. Right. With like, you know, Jerry, the, like the stuff about Jerry West. Mm-hmm. People really come out and fought against that. It's always tough because, you know, people say when you're talking about a movie, it, it is make believe. And even when it's based on reality, it's there's they still always change things around. And, you know, someone who had, you know, they'll take five guys and make them into one character in the movie. And they, yeah. they do all all those sorts of things. And that's just the nature of the movies is because. Especially if you're dating like someone's real life, real life is messy and chaotic and you backtrack and move forward and things go sideways and stuff happens and they don't play out in a you know nice hour and 45 minute plot line that's easily digestible. So you got to jump a few steps, right? When you're trying to tell a, a let's say, a 40 year old story like a, a, you can't cover that. And like you said, an hour and a half or two hours. So you got to jump some steps. And I, I've I have watched that recently. That's about the only thing recent it's winning time and I've, I've i've enjoyed it even though i take it with a grain of salt yeah i always tell people you know watch it as a as a movie or as a piece of uh, as a show and understand that it's there to entertain you entertain you not necessarily to relate the truth yeah uh, all right so since you are obviously the pacers guy uh the question i wanted to hit you up with is which of the current or recent pacers players okay so guys on the roster, maybe within the last three or four years, whatever you want to call it, do you think would be good in the movies? Tyrese Halliburton would be excellent. He is so outgoing. He's so fun. He's jovial. He's out. He's friends with everybody. Um, he would be outstanding, I think. He's got that childish smile that's kind of ornery to him. I think he would be. He's very smart on the basketball court. So if you give him a lot of lines or say, "Hey, this is the direction we want you to go," now make it your own. I think he would do very well with that. So Tyrese, I, I think he would be an A plus, no doubt about it. How, what What do you think about Tyrese? Yeah, I think he'd be good. Um, you know, he's what twenty two years old. I don't think he's mm-hmm. probably thinking too much about non basketball things right now. He really wants to, I think, probably establish himself as the right. guy. On this team um but yeah i mean it's something about someone's personality and their their willingness to want to show off in front of a camera uh and you know do other things besides just play themselves um i would say maybe victor oladipo I mean, clearly he's a guy who mm-hmm. has interests that go beyond basketball and he's really into music but he went, was on that show i can't remember where you put a costume over your head i can't remember what it's called the mass singer yes singer but that was just singing he really didn't have to act too much yeah that's true but but the point is i think he likes to put himself out there I oh think he, he does likes, yes I think he likes to be photographed he likes to be on video and I, I think he would really like to have something 
for himself after basketball is over. Um, so that's that's a guy that I could see doing that. Uh, yeah, I I think Victor is it would definitely be interested interested in that. I do know he was supposed to launch a podcast that never happened. There was supposed to be a thorough documentary on his rehab that never happened. So, but I will say since all of that, he's got better people around him, and that's one thing that really slowed him down. I think was who he hung around with better now. But anyways, to your point of right now, um, much lesser degree. O'Shea Brissett's quietly hilarious. Uh, showed up to press conferences occasionally with sunglasses, one to entertain, but also to to make one of the PR people uh, a little antsy, like you got to take it off. And when one, when she wasn't there that one night, he did it. It just despite her in a good way. Um, I think he's quietly hilarious. Um, and then I think Miles Turner. Miles is one that's in the press a lot. He does a lot of interviews. He does a lot of sit downs. He likes being out there on his terms. And I wouldn't say it's anything he'd be wanting to do while he's still playing, but I think he would be pretty good in in roles after his playing days. And that also makes me think of, it wasn't recent, but Roy Hibbert. We saw him on screen. Now, this was in TV shows. He even dabbled a little bit in acting. um, What was it? Parks and Recreation on NBC. Yeah, that's true. Uh, So that's that's very interesting. it's always curious to see like who, who, who has those hidden sides of their personalities? Because of course, as fans, we only get to see what's on the court. Maybe those little short interviews that they do before and after a game. So that's why I wanted to talk to someone like you, who really has that bit of insight into the players, into their personalities, what makes them tick. Um, Miles is an interesting choice. I, you know, uh, I'm a Miles Turner fan. uh, And uh, I think he's, he's a more of an introverted kind of guy. I think he's a very, uh, smart guy. I mean, like, you know, uh, he has lots of varied interests. He's kind of got that little bit of geek culture to him uh, mm-hmm. with Legos and everything like that. That's that's one I would, I would not have picked, though, would be Miles. But yeah, he's he's a good looking guy in his own way. Uh, maybe one of the challenges that NBA players has is if they try to go into like real movie acting where they're not just playing themselves is obviously you have to fit in. And if the size seven, element, right? <laughs> yeah. If you're seven, like, who's going to be his love interest if he's in a romantic movie? You know, they're going to have to put the actress up on a stepladder to be able to kiss him. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I could I could see Miles now that you mention it. Yeah. What you'll see a lot of times is is there's there's guys that are comfortable in the spotlight. They're comfortable doing interviews. I'm mean, we go back to Tyrese Halliburton for example. He he's going on and doing podcasts. He's hosting a Twitch stream. He's very confident in himself and his looks and how he talks. Um, I think he's a very good just interview. Miles is really good when he wants to be. That's why I say if he wants to go into acting, I think he'd crush it. However, if it's something someone forces upon him or let's give it a try, I think he probably closes up a little bit, becomes that introvert, less confident in himself maybe. But uh, I, I think that's where he could succeed uh, potentially there. Um, but you're just – you're seeing – I think I think you would skew towards the younger guys because they're used – to having cameras on them, to taking selfies, to going live on Instagram. So there's more opportunities for them to be themselves, to show up for themselves and, and others. Whereas I would say, you're, let's, let's go back a little bit older to guys like, I guess Reggie's probably not a great example because guess what? He's on TV nowadays. But, you know, they're not used to the 24 7 of being on, of being present, of showing up for a screen nearly as much. And so that's why I think. 
you're seeing probably more athletes get into media stuff in general today is because they get how it works. They get how to show up and they can get a little bit of ownership in it. Okay. Well, that's great. Well, Scott, thanks for joining me. Uh, if you like what we do, if you like the the Substack format, Scott has his own. So if you're a follower of the Film Yap Substack, please go on over to the Fieldhouse Files and follow him and vice versa. If you're on the Fieldhouse Files, give us a follow. Scott, if you could let people know like where they can follow you and s- subscribe and follow you on Twitter and all that. Yeah, for sure. It's just my name, at Scott Agnes on Twitter, on Instagram, YouTube, and then FieldhouseFiles.com for all my daily Pacers coverage. Great. And, of course, you can follow uh, us at the, at the Film Yap on Twitter, filmyap.substack.com. Scott, thanks so much, and uh, we'll see you at the movies, maybe. <laughs> my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. All right. Take care. All right.